Yeah, so it's edible socks. It's I've never seen them before, but that's what Santa put in my stocking. I haven't tried them yet. It's uh, they're pizza flavored. So you just eat them and you are just blitzed or how does that work? I need to read the directions because I'm not sure I'm supposed to wear the socks first and then eat them or eat them and then wear them. But if I eat them and then wear them. Actually, I know exactly what you're talking about. You're supposed to eat them and then the resin uh, that's on your feet, you put them in a bowl of water, like your feet, and then you just mix it and then drink the water. Yeah. I mean, it's the same as edible underwear, which as you know, is just a giant fruit roll up. Oh, uh, we're recording. Uh, Again? God, yeah, we, we got to fix that. Yeah, it just starts recording, I guess, because, oh, you know why? Because we schedule it to record and then it just, as we're oh, talking. Yeah. yeah that's why we're moving talking. away from this shitty platform Zoom. Yeah, we got to we gotta fix this. So, okay. So anyways, right, I'm going to start. I'll start the show. Okay. All right. Okay. Happy New Year, everyone. We don't know if it's New Year or not, but Happy New Year to either if it's coming up or after New Year, it's somewhere around the New Year. So Happy New Year, everyone. Um, welcome to season two, episode eight, Young Flamingo Club. I'm Justin. Montana is here with us today. Barely, barely. I am uh, I'm coming into the new year, barely hanging in there, but uh, I am here. YFC. Well, you don't have too much to hang on. You know, we're almost there. So just, just hold on tight. And then, you know, once the new year starts, everything starts over again, like your entire life. Right. Uh, the way that I've been saying is uh, 2020 year two. I don't even say 2022, 2021. It's just 2020 year two because the world's over. Yeah, that's kind of dangerous. I've been reading that too, that that it's been going around saying that, uh, you know, 2022 is just 2020 times two. And let's hope not because let's hope, let's hope for a better world. I do. And for all of you who said I have 2020 hashtag 2020 vision, uh, I hope you can see this one coming because I didn't. Yeah, that's what I kept saying. I I remember in 2020, I was like, anyone who uh, spoke to a psychic in 2019, I'd ask for my money back because unless they told you about this shit. It ruins everyone's life. But you know whose life isn't ruined is Kate Chastain's. That's right. That is our guest today, ladies and gentlemen. Episode eight is Kate. It kind of rhymes. And if you guys don't know this, every episode we've done, the guest name rhymes with the number. If you go back and look, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. There's no, there's no lie there. Yeah. So Kate Chastain, who is a, I'm going to say unscripted because that's the nice way to say reality television. She's an unscripted television star. She was on Bravo's Below Deck for I want to say like five or six seasons, and uh, from the inception of that show, that's now gone on to like spinoffs and different worldwide versions of it. And uh, she was sort of the the star, I guess you'd say. Yeah. Uh, what's actually surprising, which you'll hear when we interview Kate, she's a firefighter or was a firefighter, which is a uh, kind of interesting. Yeah. She's also a firecracker. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, yeah. She, she was, so if you guys aren't familiar with the show, which you're someone you probably know is because it's a be. very popular show. Uh, it was a show about working on private yachts. And so before she even was on the show. That's really what she did is she, uh, she was a steward on private yachts and then the show happened and I actually didn't watch her for years, which I, I, I don't know why I just didn't. And then I finally watched it and I was, I was fangirling. It's so, it was really good. Like it's really well done. And it's, I think the reason it works is because you have this working class crew who work the ship. And then you have the, you know, the billionaire guests that come on the ship or millionaire guests, whichever one, and the dichotomy of the working class 
serving the millionaire on the boat was uh, it's 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 really fascinating to watch. Yeah, so basically you have you know David Dobrik, uh, you know serving, uh, or I'm, I'm sorry, let, let me repeat that. You have Shane Dawson serving David Dobrik, uh, a, a thing of wine or something like that, right? Is that that a good analogy? No, I think you're talking about the uh, the YouTube cruise that you and I did last year. Oh, right, the U cruise. Okay, U cruise. Yeah, we're, right. we're, you and I remember yeah. we. We, I don't know why we did this, but you and I shared a cabin and we, uh, it was me, you, and a bunch of uh, famous YouTubers on a cruise for, I think it was uh, for 12 weeks. Yeah, it was insane. This was obviously pre-COVID. And uh, for us to get Kate Chastain to do this episode, we actually uh, hopped in our Subaru, the Young Flamingo Club Subaru. It's a pink Subaru we just got. And uh, we just went to her house and uh, knocked on her door and said, hey, you uh, you up for it? And she said, absolutely. So, I mean, if you want to know how we get our guests, there you have it. Yeah, that's true. That's what we do. We actually, we we don't email them. We don't call them. We don't reach out to their agents. We get their addresses. Uh, Montana hacks their addresses online since he's a software absolutely. engineer. And then, uh, and then we actually show up at their house and we knock on their door. And what really sold Kate was that we told her it's episode eight with Kate. And she was like, that sounds great. Yeah, K plus eight sounds great. And by the way, if you ever see a pink uh, Subaru outside of your house, get prepared for Justin and I to come knocking on your door and you'll definitely be coming on Young Flamingo Club. Yeah, or we just might need a place to stay while we're waiting for our <laughs> yeah, next, that, that. Uh, waiting for the next YouTube cruise. Okay, so let's, um, I'm going to press play. So this time what I did today was I, I, I cut out a picture of a yacht out of Yachting Magazine that I subscribed ah, to. Nice. And I taped the yacht to the play key. Okay, so here we go. You ready? Let's drop that hook. I'm dropping the hook. Would you rather fuck a flamingo or a duck? I would like to add right now that my, like, rate that foot rating is higher than my Uber rating. I just want to eat you. I want to put you in a blender and just drink you through a straw. And so I'm going to go 7-Eleven Cuban, sex with a flamingo. <laughs> Welcome to the Young Flamingo Club season two. And uh, today we got a marvelous guest, Kate Chastain. Kate, how are you doing today? I am fantastic, marvelous. Thank you. And I'm so happy to be here. Marvelous is a great word, isn't it? And now, Justin, uh, what are you doing? I'm sure it's not something marvelous. What's going on over there? I was just on a uh, message board forum. I was sharing my, my, I found this Uber Eats Uber hack. What I do is say I want to go to Ross Dress for Less, right? And so I look up in the parking lot and I find a restaurant that's in the parking lot. Usually it's like a Red Lobster or Chili's. And I, so I order Uber Eats. And then when it, from that restaurant, and when it comes to my house, I say, I didn't order this. This is the wrong order. And then can you take it back to the restaurant? And then the driver says, yes. And then I, well, can I ride with you? So then I ride back to the restaurant with them. And then I just walk over to the Ross Dress for Less. And then when I'm done, I walk to another restaurant in the plaza and I order food to my house and I wait outside. And when the Uber driver, Uber Eats driver comes out with the food, I ask, can I ride with you? It's going to my house. It's a hack. That is so genius. And also my Uber rating, it just keeps going down. I don't know why. So this is very helpful. I never see my Uber rating. I didn't either. I didn't know they could rate me, which is probably why it's low. Tell me about your proficiency in Microsoft Office or is that Outlook? Office or Outlook? Oh, my Instagram and Twitter bio. I actually have no idea what Microsoft Outlook is. I have no idea. But I just feel like, you know, 
it's um your bio on your social media is like a online resume and I just felt like that was an important thing to say to those in that were wondering fake it before you make it so you just that way you get hired for an office job based off your Instagram you know I've never had a job at an HR department which is you know very telling but um so it's on my bucket list is there a union or anything for for people who work on yachts no, because then the industry would not exist. Before we started recording, I was telling Montana that you used to tell me about working on yachts before Below Deck, before the show, and you would tell me these stories and they were so entertaining. And you would say, like, this is a TV show, Justin. Like, there's a show here. And the next thing you know, there is a show. But you got cast onto that show, right? Uh, yeah, well, the thing is, I think everybody in their job says, gosh, this could be a reality show. You know, there's inner office, inner workplace drama always stress, whatever. And everybody thinks their life is interesting. But the thing with working on yachts is you're really traveling the world in close quarters, not only with the top 1% of the world, but also uh, an international crew. And it's just really intense and, you know, luxurious and traveling. It's just all the things that are you know great. Some of those like conversations you hear among the 1%. Oh my gosh. Well, actually, it's really great to work on a yacht. And I would say that Below Deck is not an accurate uh, depiction of it because these charter guests, like no real person that can afford a yacht is going to go on TV. So the people who aren't real yachting, um, they're they're like celebrities. Celebrities cannot even afford yachts. Uh, Celebrities are guests of yacht owners. Yacht owners, but we're seeing them at their most relaxed. But I'm hearing stock advice. I'm hearing, uh, you know, gossip. I mean, we become part of their family. They take us out to the club. They take us to dinner. It's just, uh, you hear all sorts of shit. I remember one time, I think it was, a, I think it was Christmas season. And it's Christmas season right now. I think I was, you were emailing me and you were like, I think I was coming home and I was asked if you were going to be there. And you said you got called to go onto a yacht. And then I think it was, and I think you emailed me a couple of days later because you didn't know who the guests were and then it turned out to be like Beyonce and Jay-Z or something. Do you remember that? Uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z were on the yacht dock next to me. I did have Kim and Kanye when they first started dating. I'm pretty sure that uh, non-disclosure uh, contract I signed has expired by now. <laughs> <laughs> you just never knew who would be walking on board because these yacht owners like to entertain every night and show off what they have. So, uh, I mean... I would say Kid Rock, Leonardo DiCaprio, but really the people who own these yachts are people you've never heard of. People that like invented eye surgery. Like or Bill like, Gates. Like Bill Gates. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's fun to be around them because they kind of, uh, they give you like, you know, little inside info. Yeah. That's really cool. I never thought about that part of it. And it kind of goes into something we talked about in our last episode, which I brought up, which is like, I've really started to realize more than ever that following or celebrity status doesn't always equal money. And sometimes um, some people that have a lot of money don't have like a big social following, but that seems to be the the norm nowadays is everyone think like, oh, this person has a million followers. So they're really rich. But then the people who are really rich don't really even have social media or aren't, don't even have that many followers. The wealthiest people I worked for, they make it so you cannot Google them. Like that's, and honestly, my, my friend and I joke all the time, like, I cannot wait to be so wealthy that I just disappear. You will <laughs> never hear from me again, ever. <laughs> That's the goal. 
Yeah. So basically the IRS can't find you. Bill Gates can't find you. It's basically signing an NDA with the world. You get it exactly. I mean, that's the great thing about yachts as well. They are always moving. So <laughs> it's really hard to track them down. What's the best place to, to yacht? Like location I in the mean, world? Yeah, I mean, I think St. Bart's is heaven on earth. It's so beautiful. Here's the thing. It's European culture and luxury in the Caribbean beauty. Because, I mean, I went to Saint-Tropez and I thought it would be like, you hear about Saint-Tropez and you're like expecting so much, but it's actually pretty old and dirty. And then the Caribbean so beautiful, but they're um, like, they don't have the French bakeries or the shopping or the f- French wine. So St. Bart's is the perfect mix of, you know, European luxury and Caribbean beauty. Have you ever done the Maldives? Um, no, I did the South Pacific, but I've not done the Mal. Oh, Maldives. Mal- Maldives. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm from the South. I don't know. I, I trust Justin because, you know, I know it's a big surfing um, destination. Like, we were anchored off Chopu. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um, you are. But, but thank you. Uh, the, you know, yachts, unfortunately, because, you know, I like surfers. I grew up around them. Uh, they don't go a lot of places where there are very large waves. So you did you did do Tahiti then? Yeah, Tahiti is so beautiful. It's like the it's Jurassic Park with rainbows. It's just so gorgeous. And the, the weather there is really great. That's why I was wondering, like, um, the Caribbean sometimes can get rainy and, and humid, a lot of humidity. But I guess I guess the French Polynesian gets rainy, too. Just not as much humidity. Yeah, yeah but and that just makes more rainbows. You know, you got to look at the bright side of things. I love the Caribbean, too. Mediterranean's cool. That's a different crowd. That's, like if you, that's more like see and be seen, like, you know, flashy. Mm-hmm. But uh, I also really love Isla Morada. <laughs> yeah. In the 40s. You know, I also really love uh, simple places as well. What's the best boat you've ever been on? Uh, this guy who was like Richard Branson's counterpart from, he was Dutch, but they like, he was very competitive with Richard Branson. And like, we had custom Nikes for our uniform. And like, if we popped the collar, it said, fuck a duck, which I guess was his like go-to. So, like, it was just dope. And it was like a 65 meter gorge. It's just so that's what technology does to you folks uh so just just if you ever think about starting a startup and becoming a billionaire just just think of that fuck a duck fuck a duck yeah well actually montana you know what we should do we should run our our idea by kate for our app about the dog eating right right for being a financial and that kind of spins off exactly what you said basically justin and i had an app idea where you kind of swipe through dogs and see which one looks best for uh i guess consumption what are your thoughts on that wait eating them yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. So we. It was actually a couple episodes ago. Good. I'm um, glad you said that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So um, a couple episodes ago, we had this girl who's com- really funny uh, Twitter comedian. She doesn't consider herself a comedian, but she's really funny. So we came up with this idea. Her name's Summer Emerald, and we came up with this idea to. It's an app, and so you could upload a picture of your dog Kate, and then people can swipe it and say if they would like to eat it or not, and then you can see as the owner if people would like to eat your dog. I love this idea so much because when something is so fucking cute, you're like, I just want to eat you. I want to put you in a blender and just drink you through a straw. It's kind of like that um, website where it rates people's feet. Yes. I would like to add right now that my like rate that foot rating is higher than my Uber rating. I'm like a perfect score. This is something the world needs. Yeah, I, I'm glad you said so. So maybe Montana can, and I can make this app, become billionaires. We'll rent uh-huh. a yacht, 
Fuck we'll a have duck. our fuck a duck. We'll have our slogans. We'll have custom Nikes. Uh, Kim and Kanye will be next to us. Maybe not Kim and Kanye, but maybe just Kanye. And uh, yeah. yeah. Kate brings up a really good idea. Blending. We should add the blending option into this app as well. And I didn't even think of that. extra. That's like you know the the premium version. Absolutely. So the, do these yacht owners, do you think, do they rent the yachts out or are they letting the celebrities stay on them for the clout? That's a very astute question, Justin. You're right on both counts, both. So um, a lot of times they want to show off their yachts, so they invite celebrities over or to offset the high cost of owning a yacht. Uh, they, when they're not using it, they'll rent it out. And that's when celebrities like Beyonce and JC, no shade here, but they were renting. Chartering. Chartering is wow. the way of saying renting, yeah. Last week I chartered a, to- a Toyota Corolla from uh, Hertz. Yeah. I chartered a Ford Fusion once, and I'm telling you, <laughs> it, they really are doing great with those Ford Fusions. I consider getting one. Yeah, I chartered a 1994 Astro minivan to a Chevron to get some uh, premium gas. It was quite a quite a ride. So with, with these yachts, uh, do they all have to have these cheesy names? So a yacht always has a tender and I love a theme and I really love when the yacht name is themed to the tender name. For example, George Strait's yacht, country music. I don't listen, but I know who he is, was a straight jacket. And then his rescue tender was named life jacket. And I just think that's really clever. You know, that is really good. I like and that. For uh, one yacht owner, he was so nice. He invented eye surgery. And his yacht Sam was Checkmate, which is very cool because it's like telling the whole world, Checkmate, I won. And the tender's name was like uh, Pawn or King's King's Pawn or something. So what would you all name your yachts and tenders? Buck-a-duck. I don't know if that's going to be allowed because you might get in trouble for the F word on your boat. I don't care. <laughs> I have so much money. I should be able to do that. Yeah, you might get fined. You have to pay the fines. So that's fine. That's fine. No fun intended. That's fine. That's the ultimate win. Like, this is my big yacht. I'm just gonna name it Fuck. Okay, Montana. And then you know, if you have to pay fines, you know what you should name your uh, rescue tender? That's fine. No, that's fine. Yeah. So Fuck a Duck, that's fine. Yeah. Also, Fuck a Duck is a great app after the dog one like would you fuck this duck just oh that's up. great yeah and then people could just take pictures of ducks in parks and then people can swipe if they would fuck it or not yep, exactly yep okay well kate you're now in on the business flamingo financial i gotta tell you it's really it's, it's like a think tank i gotta say yeah would you rather fuck a flamingo or a duck Ooh, that's tough i'd say flamingo me too mm, i might you know go why? duck really well yeah. flamingo stand on one leg which is balance you know yes you got a point they're more flexible but the duck they're aggressive that's why i went duck because i like the aggression so (laughs) yeah um so my 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 boat i don't know if so i always had this idea and i don't know if it works for a yacht but i always i always love speed boats like i love like those cigarette boats that you see like like in my engine yeah, where it's like, it's like, it's so loud and there's, you know, they do like 80. Kate, you see them in South Florida all the time. I've um, been when it's hell. I felt like I went through the birth canal again once we stopped. <laughs> we went from like Key West to Key Largo and we were, I, my iPhone was broken in the process. And when we finally docked, I really felt like I'd just come out of the 
birth canal again. I was like, I, I can see and hear for the first time. And the, I mean, it's a whole new world. But yeah, I love those. So it's not, it reminds me of that turn down for what video um, where the guy gets smashed. Yeah. So I always love those boats. So my, I always have, my dream is to own a cigarette boat, but I guess it could be a yacht instead. I love to tweeze like the hair on my face and, and my entire body. I would call it just tweezing. I've watched those videos. Actually, there's a, a whole community on YouTube where people pluck out their uh, their beard hairs. No plucking away. I never know that. Yeah, it's actually really um, it's fascinating, and it's like uh, you know, it's like ah, oh, God, that's just something I want to do. Gratifying. You know, gratifying. Pluck right, exactly. Pluck a duck. Would you pluck this duck? Pluck a duck. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean you love the tweets? Like, like what? Like I just I don't know. Well, no, I do both. But if you give me a pair of tweezers, I can entertain myself for hours in a mirror. Like, especially those mirrors in a hotel, like the hotel you're staying in. Like, you know, they have those magnifying ones where you can see every pore. Oh, Oh, yeah. I will disappear for 35 minutes. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, You give me a mirror, that mirror and a pair of tweezers, I'm gone for 35 minutes to an hour. Just like, oh my, like, because you see things you didn't even know you had on your face. It's so gratifying and it hurts just a little, you know? Yep. Here's my suggestion. Uh, read some of the comments on some of these videos. Um, that will keep you busy for hours. I, I found myself scrolling last week for about two hours just reading. All, there's like thousands and thousands and thousands of comments. Where do you find the videos? Uh, just YouTube uh, close-up tweezing hairs. <laughs> so how Justin acts like he doesn't know. He's like, where, where are you Right, he has them all favorited already. Right. Well, little do you know I have my own channel. <laughs> <laughs> how i make my money my tweezing videos just tweezing just tweezing i don't know i just thought that'd be great tweezing for no reason here's another question uh i have a i have an actual live question coming in from uh, uh jonathan saunders he asks uh what is consciousness the answer is there is no answer jonathan sanders saunders there is no answer okay you had this job working on yachts before below deck and then you did the first season of Below Deck, and then obviously things start to change. You know, the show comes out. Did you still work on yachts, like when you weren't on the show? You know, I had been working on yachts long enough where I was just over it. After college, I was, didn't know what I wanted to do. I was like, I'll go work on a yacht, make some money, travel, then figure it out. And then I loved it. But then I've been doing it for like six years. I was like, okay, I've been there and there. Now what? So it was a really cool way doing the show to still do what I had been doing, but in a new, exciting way. And then before the first season aired, I did try and go work on a yacht. And, you know, once you've done filmed a reality show of your job to then go and try and do that same job without um, a production team of 70 following you around, it's just like less exciting. (laughs) Like no one cared when I was brushing my teeth, which was annoying. That's super annoying. It was so annoying. And then once the first season aired, I think I did take one freelance job as a favor to a friend. And the yacht owners were like, can we get a selfie with you? And I was like, sure, but I got to go make your bloody Mary first. It was just too awkward. That's really awkward. It was, it was just, it's too much. So the really great moment for me, well, I mean, this is actually a little depressing, but some Africa had been on for a few seasons. Uh, this yacht captain reached out to me. He's like, hi, can we please just pay you to come? We're going to fly you in 
and you're going to surprise the yacht owners are huge fans. So I was like, they're being paid as a guest on the same like exact yacht in the same marina where I had once worked five years prior. It's like, you know, I did the damn thing. That's awesome. That's great. And then you could abuse the crew. Yeah, I was kind of like, listen, guys, I used to be you. I get it. I, I mean, I did help because, I mean, I'm a good person and, uh, you know, I wanted them to not say shit about me on the internet. But it was, it was like a cool moment. Yeah. But yeah, now on yachts, um, I'll only go as a guest. What is some what is some jargon I could pick up from yachting? Because what if, what if I ever go on a yacht? I want to act like I've been on a yacht before. So what are some things I could say? You know what I love? I love diner talk. Like, give me two, Adam and Eve on a raft and wreck them. That's scrambled eggs on toast. So I'm going to give you the yachty version. Um, yeah. When are we dropping the hook? When are we, you know, going to stop going? And like, basically, if you're in a plane, land the plane, drop the anchor. Stern two is parking in reverse. That's uh, a great one. Okay. Stern two. I just text this girl, when are we dropping the anchor? And she just blocked me. Oh, I like that. So when <laughs> we drop the anchor, and yeah. if we do, when we drop the anchor, can are you interested in stern too? Too soon? Yeah, I, I didn't make it that far. I just asked when we're dropping the anchor, and I just everything's been blocked. Stern two is definitely a second date question, you know. Yeah, stern two. You don't. Yeah, you don't want to go to stern two on the first date. That's yeah, you're right. That's more like second date. Oh no. <laughs> Should we get into these questions in a bowl? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think this is the stern two part of the conversation let's drop that anchor i let's, love these questions i love these questions so much so i do this recap for our four listeners and it is i've sent you the list of questions right there's like 20 questions right kate yeah we have a ibm computer a 1993 ibm computer and dot matrix printer which i bought from a guy named craig who has a list and i print out the questions and i have them i have them here in a bowl and i'm just going to randomly pull out five of the 20 questions and ask you are you ready I'm ready. Oh, shoot. I thought okay. I was going to go through all of them fire speed round, but I'm ready. Okay, go. No, that's, that's a, maybe we'll do that next season. That's a new one. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. First question out the bowl. What's your favorite restaurant? I love a place in Melbourne beach where you and I are both from the space coast called Dijon's. I've bartended there. It's a magic little piece of property. It's gorgeous. It's Rumored to be haunted. It's just kind of like the Space Coast Cheers. But I also really love uh, Cuban sandwiches from 7-Eleven. Hot tip. Hot tip. Wait, so you've, so Kate Chastain, who's traveled the world, she's been to the Mediterranean, she's been to the South Pacific, she's been to the Caribbean, and your favorite restaurant is Dijon's in Melbourne, Florida. Yep. That's awesome. It sure is. I mean, it's a really special piece of property. There's a piano player. It's just, oh, I don't know. It's kind of like, you know, you've been to those places in your life where like there's something special here. I don't, it doesn't really matter what it's named or who owns it, but that building has like history and it's like meant to be a cool spot. Montana, what's your favorite restaurant? I'd have to say uh, Squirrel, actually. I think I brought that up in other episodes and they have Moldy Jam, which is nice. There's this Squirrel. Is that it's called Squirrel? Los Angeles. Squirrel. They sell moldy jam. Oh. But uh, all kidding aside, Squirrel is a great restaurant. I highly recommend it. I will say 7-Eleven, you get that cube and you ask them to press it. It's great. Okay. Do you think the, the Cuban 7-Eleven is better than a public sub? Ooh, Sublix, the pub mm-hmm. sub. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a Pablo sub, sublix is a commitment. It's a, it's a journey. It's, it scrapes your mouth, but you like it. So you probably would like that because you like tweezing. You like a little pain and pleasure, you know? Yeah. Uh, and sex, would, and probably, sex with ducks. I was about to say probably why you would yeah. fuck a duck. But for me, I like, you know, convenience, speed. And so I'm going to go 7-Eleven Cuban, sex with a flamingo. Got it. Got it. I think also, like, if, it's only the 7-Elevens in Florida, too, I think, that have those, right? I guess so, because I've said this, actually, I'm sorry, but I've said this before on a podcast. Oh, God. And they lived in LA and they were like, we don't know what you're talking about. How you're so Florida that you go to 7-Elevens. I'm like, it's got everything you want. They have TV dinners, right? Yeah. And you can get gas at 7-Eleven in Florida. Well, yeah, that's that was the difference. I had to explain that to the LA people. I was like, I was getting gas. Fun fact, I was not getting gas. <laughs> So wait, 7-Eleven in Florida is like a mini Publix. Uh, With gas. Yeah, exactly. Lotto tickets, jewel pods, wine, Slurpees. Guns. Flamingos, fuck a duck. Yes. A flamingo keychain. It's just, it's like Disney World for adults. It is, yeah. And you can can probably buy like a flamingo foot. Keychain there too. You buy all kinds of stuff like that in Florida. Florida. I changed my answer. My favorite restaurant is 7 Eleven. Okay. We'll accept the change. We'll accept it. Here, let me write that down. Change accepted. Let the record show. Yeah. Let the the record reflect that uh, Kate Chastain's favorite restaurant is now 7 Eleven and has uh, totally uh, discarded Dijon. Yep. So let's go on. Second question. I have it in my hand. I already pulled it while we were talking. I cheated. Who else in the same field of work as you do you admire or love what they did or are doing? As far as field of work goes, I'm going to go with reality television. And I, I mean, not to be trite, I feel like Bethany Frankel, she really broke the mold in like figuring out how to use being on reality TV as an infomercial. Uh, there's now a clause in everyone's contract about it. Like if you sell a multi-million dollar company, the network will take some of that money. So Bethany Frankel. Yeah. I mean, I think she's smart, but also um, I feel like Snooki really played her cards right, you know? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's, that's another thing we've talked about is the, <laughs> the Snooki effect. No, the, um, the fact that a lot of people in America, and actually this is great you know, you can attest to this. A lot of people in America think that the answer to all life's problems is to get on a reality show. And then right. that's, that's salt solves everything the kardashians really pushed that to a new level but yeah but you can attest that that probably is not the answer to life questions correct i mean i've i've been fortunate enough to do well but i think what i would tell people when they do a reality show they think it's their big break but actually being on a reality show is not your big break it's your it's your vessel so you need to have something else that you're excited about and use the reality show as your vessel for that success in the thing you actually care about. But if you are just going on reality TV, like I'm just going to be on reality TV, then it's probably not going to go that well for you. All right. So it's definitely not going to go well for me. Montana, are you, are you auditioning for The Bachelor? Uh, well, they're bringing back the uh, real world. So I thought maybe I would uh, get in the mix with a bunch of 20-somethings and uh, drink all the free alcohol. Yeah, they are bringing back. That's how they're bringing back the original, the first cast of the real world to do something. I think they're all like 65. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah it's uh, the real world geatric. That's pretty yeah. great. I like that because I've always wanted to start. This is perfect. I can be the Bethany Frankel of this because I've always, growing up in Florida, being a bartender at Dijon's where there are retirees, I've always wanted to start a geriatric alcohol line, you know, prune infused vodka. Because here's the kicker. Does it work? Who cares? But the more they drink of it, the more they think it works, you know? Well, this is so interesting because this leads to our next question, which I also was also cheated and pulled ahead. What is your favorite alcoholic drink? I love champagne. I love popping the bottle. I'm good at it. I also like making it, you know, festive and noisy, which is, you know, the amateur way. I love how effervescent it is. I just love a good dry champagne. Love it. Put sparklers in it ever? No, it's sparkling on its own. Bailey's and coffee in the morning, you know. My favorite tea is from Long Island. I mean, there's just so many to choose from. On yachts, do they do the thing with the sparklers and bring out the the champagne like they do in nightclubs? God, no. Um, no. And this is why I hate nightclubs. It's truly an example of that uh, parable, the emperor wears no clothes. Like nightclubs, they're charging you extra for garbage. Um, true luxury and elegance is like, as little people as possible and as little flash as possible. So you open a champagne quietly on your private yacht in the middle of the ocean. That's why I drink alone, you know? Try to avoid fire when out on a fiberglass yacht in the middle of the ocean. It's just like generally frowned upon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do, do yachts have fireplaces on them? <laughs> if, if somebody doesn't clean the oven, that becomes a fireplace real quickly. I mean, believe it or not, I've been trained three separate times. I'm a firefighter and I, it's very difficult. And I, I, I hate to tell them, yes, I'm certified, but if I'm on a yacht and a fire starts, the last thing I'm doing is donning a suit and getting a tank and fighting. And I'm getting in the tender named life jacket and I'm going to Ibiza, you know, yeah. get in or get in the life raft. I mean, let this shit sink. Have you ever been on a yacht where there, a fire broke out? Yes. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I panicked, you know, <laughs> because what they teach you in fire school is like on some kind of fires you put, it's a chemical extinguisher and then on some you put whatever. And I just like panicked. I was like, I don't know. It's an, it's a fire in the oven, but does the oven have electricity? And I was like, really? Like it was an SAT question, which I should have just like put it out. Everybody's so throwing the whole kitchen sink at it. Yeah, everything's nailed down on yachts, Montana. That's the problem. That's right. That's what I was going to ask you too. So all the furniture is locked down because I, I follow all these like yacht TikTok pages, and mm-hmm. you know they show the interiors, and I'm always like, wait, if there was, if you're at sea, this stuff would be sliding everywhere. Yep, it's all nailed down, and that's why the housewives don't charter boats. They love to flip tables. They're like. Mm. <laughs> that's what they couldn't do desperate housewives at sea because there'd be no yeah, exactly. table flipping exactly <laughs> i like wondered why no, I uh, wouldn't like a yacht okay yeah sense. the situation i don't think he's a desperate housewife but maybe I think he's in prison mm. oh all roads lead back to snooky see yep this is very interesting so all our questions are leading to the next question mm. what do you think the future of entertainment looks like I think the future of entertainment is definitely on streaming. I think uh, cable is soon to be over. It's like the VCR 
you know, we got to keep up with the times, keep moving forward. And also I, unfortunately, and it's bizarre to me, but you know, we have to, we can't just be like in my day, we didn't do this, the whole uh, metaverse thing. I think it's going to happen. I think it is happening. And that's why I bought a $4,000 NFT. You did. What did you buy? I bought um, a sparkle vampire. Mm. It's kind of like, well, did you hear about, I mean, I have a friend who's very well versed in this and I just trusted his judgment. I just shifted. Um, I didn't buy it with real money. I bought it with Decentraland mana, which is the currency in Decentraland, which is also in the metaverse, which I'm very excited about. So I think that's the future of entertainment. I think it's all going to be uh, digital. Yeah, I tend to agree. I don't know much about all this mumbo jumbo Facebook software <laughs> stuff, but I have to say, uh, I just bought a piece of property next to Snoop Dogg's uh, Metaverse house. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. excited. Yeah, that, that was uh, in the Bloomberg article. That was me. So I'm very excited. So I don't know how I get to it or whatever, but that was 100K out the door. So I'm happy. Oh, that's awesome. So when do you, when do you start, when do you start uh, meta construction? <laughs> uh, well, well, I got to hire a meta architect and then uh, I got to start meta moving as they call it, I guess, <laughs> my stuff into my house. Yeah. So you have to take, yeah. So you, you have to take all your real stuff and turn it digital to move into your house. Absolutely. And this is going to be a real meta problem because I have so much stuff. So I'll figure it out and I'll definitely keep you folks updated. Uh, can I please meta plan your meta housewarming? Cause I'm a meta event planner, you know? Absolutely. You can meta event, meta plan my meta house, meta warming. And I think that would be a good meta experience for everybody. And we could also invite Snoop Dogg and I'm hoping he meta accepts my meta invitation. Yeah. You, should send, you could send him a meta evite. I was going to ask, is there going to be any virtual ducks there? Cause I'll attend that party for sure. <laughs> meta Cuban sandwiches will be there. Oh, Meta Cuban sandwiches from from the Meta Seven Eleven up the street. Meta Q, Meta Bins, Meta Sandwiches. <laughs> That's uh, what is that? Was that gibberish? Is that how you? Yeah, spoke? but I'm making it Meta gibberish. You know. Oh wait, that's a great idea. We should have a Meta. Yeah. We should create a Meta gibberish language. Meta language. I meta mean, language. it's our yeah. world. Yeah. yeah, it's our world and Snoop Dogg's world. Here's a fun fact. I can actually, it's a fun question fact I can ask you. Do you know anyone that does not like Snoop Dogg? Like I, I, Snoop Dogg is the person I swear to God, you can't find a person on the planet that is like, I don't like him. Everyone, yeah. you bring up Snoop Dogg. Everyone's like, yeah, I like Snoop Dogg. So right. He's so damn likable. Yeah. I love the Stewart dope. I mean, yes. he's just so cool. And I, he's, you're right. Yeah. There's wow. not a single person that's like, He's the one like celebrity that no one really ever says anything bad about. Everyone just loves the guy. And I get it. Like he's just, he's just something lovable about him. Yeah. I love Damn. Snoop Dogg. I gotta say. Well, he's your neighbor Ooh. in the metaverse. Oh, soon to be made a neighbor. I started listening yeah. last night to this other podcast. I shouldn't be plugging other podcasts, should I? But I'm going to. It's called Beyond the Blinds. This guy, Troy, and this girl, Kelly, they, they go through blinds on celebrities and read them all. And it's pretty fascinating. I have to say, I did like it. I mean, they generally end up being, for the most part, pretty true, you know? Yeah, yeah. I listened to the Pete Davidson one last night. And uh, I mean, they obviously say it's blinds because that's the name of the show is, is uh, Beyond the Blinds. But they read them all. And then, yeah, you sort of like, they kind of piece the puzzle together on the on the celebrity. So it's like crime and celebrity gossip mixed into one. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting for the Kate Chastain one. That one's going to be good. I'm, I hope to contribute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, this is good stuff. 
Okay, so speaking of good stuff, let's get on to this next question, which is, wait, what are we on now? One, two, three, four. This is five. Final question. We're going to end on a doozy. This is a serious one. If you had to wear one outfit every day for a year, what would it be? I love that this is the last question because I firmly believe this should happen. Fashion, I when I was younger, I was like, oh, but got an outfit. This is a new outfit every day. It's so lame. I would like to have a uniform and just, you know, ripped jeans, white shirt. Maybe one day I'll wear it with heels. Maybe one day I'll wear it with cool, like, sneakers. Who cares? But, like, you know, it's like Steve Jobs. He wore a black turtleneck every day. He's like, I don't have time. I've got to build an empire here. Uh, I don't have time to pick out an outfit. So that's that. That's actually interesting. So you would go white t-shirt, ripped jeans. What, what, like what color jeans? Like a dark or a light? I just like a, like a, a medium wash. Just like ripped. I bet you if you did a poll after you asked, like, do you have anything bad to say about Snoop Dogg? The other question would be to women, like ripped jeans and a white shirt. Every girl, when they go, they're like, they see a jacket, a leather jacket. Like I could wear this with a ripped jeans and a white shirt. They see a sequin, like ripped jeans and a white shirt. They, I mean, anything, a statement necklace, big earrings, a, like a hat, like ripped jeans and a white shirt, ripped jeans and a white shirt. Or like, I'm not trying too hard, but you can make it cool. Or Rolling Stone shirt, actually, with the, with the leather jacket. I think it's something to do with the, the genetic code and DNA. I mean, the Rolling Stone shirt does make me feel like badass, but I feel like that's almost a little, that's for what I'm really trying, you know? Right, right. Like- yeah. So, okay, I have an idea since it's, we're, we're approaching the new year. 2022, I challenge you, white shirt, ripped jeans every day. I mean, I'm wearing it right now. I was going to say, though, like maybe just see how many days you can go. Like how, like start 2022. Okay, so I do, I do have one. So mine would be khaki shorts from The Gap or Banana Republic. Uh-huh. And then a t-shirt that says, I will fuck a duck. You know, that's why I can't wear khakis. I went to private school and like we had to wear polo shirts and khaki shorts every day. And then like a lot of the preppy kids would work at the gap on the weekends. I'm like, you're telling me you're going to wear khaki shorts and a polo shirt every day. Wait, did you go to Melbourne Central Catholic? Yes, I did. Oh, that makes so much sense now. Did anyone pop their collar? I mean, I did have the most attentions of my graduating class for uniform infractions mostly. Isn't that where Kate Upton went to? Oh, I will. I don't know. She went to Holy Trinity. Thank you very much. Way to bring up the other Kate from this space coast. You know what? And actually, last time you and I talked, I think it was on a radio show. We talked about how Kate Upton is like the cooler, more famous Kate from our town. I've got someone that's even worse. I graduated with him and he he's the guy. I w- I've known him since fourth grade. Uh, he started Rivian and they just went public like a month ago. And it's our 20 year reunion. I'm like, this motherfucker. Here I was excited to drive and be like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing okay. And he's now worth 15 billion. Fuck him. No way. So the guy who started Rivian is from Melbourne and went to Melbourne Central Catholic? Yes. Rivian is named after the Indian River. I have I did not know that. This is incredible. This is insane. Yeah. He just had to go public before our 20-year reunion. Jerk. What a dick. I'm only going to drive cars that have gasoline now out of spite. Yeah. Well, you know what? He did that on purpose. Like he totally saw you on below deck and he's like, and he's like, Oh, Kate got famous, whatever. I'm going to create, I'm going to create electric truck company. 
I'm going to be uh-huh. worth $50 billion and I'm going to show up to that uh-huh. meeting and I'm going to uh-huh. be like, ah, oh, you're nothing. It's a spike company. It's a spike company. It's a spike company. It is. It is. He's like, I'm going to steal her thunder while saving the environment. Yeah. No, I mean, Kate, technically when you see him, if you go, you should be like, dude, you owe me money. Cause clearly this is all just to get revenge on me. I mean, I bet he wears the same thing every day too. You know, you're the motivation for that company. We all know that. Everyone knows that. Muse, the Rivian Muse. I'm changing my handle, my Twitter handle right now to Rivian Muse. <laughs> the Rivian Muse. Kate Chastain, the Rivian Muse. The advertisements, like you're the, you're like flow from the, was it progressive commercials? <laughs> yeah. 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 Mascot. Or I can't believe you didn't bring this one up. The Affleck Duck, you know? The, oh, yeah. Kate Why? Chastain is the Affleck Duck. Should have stern tuned and uh, made Wait, it no. a flamingo. Wait, does it drop? What does it drop the? What is it? Drop the hook. Drop the hook. Drop yeah, the hook, tra- right? that's what I tried to drop the hook on that Affleck duck. I, you know, I was at this <laughs> yeah. like, it was some you know Transformers Six uh, premiere party, and I got drunk, and the Affleck duck was there, and yeah, it's, I'm legally not allowed to talk about it. Yeah, tale as old as time. It happens. <laughs> oh, you fucked the duck. I fucked the flamingo. Everyone has stuff we can't talk about. So. Yep, and Snoop's your neighbor. So there we go. There we have it, everyone. And uh, KHSN, I'll definitely be taking you up to Meta event, Meta plan my Meta moving party. So uh, keep in touch. Well, Kate's now part of our business model because she came up with the duck part of the, the second phase of the dog eating app. So absolutely. So, so maybe if we can get this going quick enough, we can IPO and you can top that Rivian motherfucker. That's what I'm saying. Hey, shit. Yeah, we got hey, it. Shit. <laughs> we got this. So thank you, Kate, for joining us. And I, I want to let you know, I don't know if you know this, but it, after the episode, um, Montana and I, we debate for about six, seven hours in the post show. And we decide if our guest is worthy enough to become a member of the Young Flamingo Club. So you'll want to listen to this episode and you'll want to listen to the end and find out if you are an official member of the Young Flamingo Club, which we're also going to have in the metaverse now. Oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Meta Flamingo, Meta Club, Meta Discussions. This was uh, Meta Exciting. I already know my answer, Justin. I'm going to be straight up with you. So, but we will keep that for post talk. And uh, yeah, it was great having you, Kate. Yeah, thanks, thanks guys. Kate. I can't wait to find out my Young Flamingo Club rating. Oh, you will. You will. Yeah, no, Absolutely yeah, you, will. you'll find out if you're. It comes with a lot of perks. There's perks, and we go through the perks too. So Actually, one of the perks is beta to the dog eating app. Yeah, you'll get you'll get to download it. Thank you so much, guys. Yes, thank you. Thank uh, you we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Bye. Meta bye. Bye. Justin, and uh, you know, looking at my overdraft uh, bank account, overdrawn bank account, really makes me think how these billionaires live. And got a real insight today, and um, you know, makes me feel bad about myself. But on the other hand, I'm happy people can live their best life. Uh, Justin, as I usually do, what do you think? Yay, nay on the on the YFC membership here. So, obviously, like I've known Kate for years, and uh, you know, I'd feel bad not letting her in. Plus I always have so much fun when I talk to her. So I think we should let her in. I I would say yes on that. And then I also would say, you know, she's got this insight and connections to all these billionaires now. So, you know, we are, you know, we're currently looking for funding for our show. So she might be able to get some billionaire just to bankroll us. 
Absolutely. And us just even being one connection or two connections away from really wealthy, known people. I mean, that just makes me feel cool to begin with. So I would say, yes, I think we're in agreement that Case Chastain is now an, an official member of the Young Flamingo Club. Absolutely. 100%. And uh, actually, uh, you emailed me last night. There's some new perks because I got some new perks myself. Yeah. So let's go through it. We'll go through the perks. So the perks we've had for a while is the uh, the Genius Bar inside your Starbucks. house. Star- Starbucks. The, the Genius Bar inside your house in case, you know, a, a computer breaks, you don't have to wait in line or make an appointment. Right. And then also uh, the Kirkland Massage Chair Discount. I think it's 10%. Oh, right. The Chili's 15% off an appetizer. And another one that I've just been able to wrangle is a 3% off a Carnival Cruise because Carnival was excited that Kate was coming on our show. I mean, she works on yachts, but they were like, you know what? A cruise ship is a giant yacht. So now you can get, uh, if you're a member of the Young Flamingo Club, you get 3% off a Carnival Cruise. Yeah, that's absolutely amazing. And for all you folks out there who say cruise ships are just a big shit and curl it in the ocean, um, that's absolutely not true because we're proving it here, 3% off. And, you know, I uh, call and raise your 3% off uh, cruise ships, uh, Justin. Uh, I was able to work out a deal with the government. You know, some people always think I work for the government. I don't. Uh, it's a vanity plate with a photo of David Dobrik on it and uh, you get 8% off. And all you want to do is when you go to the California DMV and get your license plate, you want to use the word Dobrik YFC and make sure you get that 8% off. Oh, that is amazing. So yeah, I mean, that would, I see those all the time. I see people driving around California with the David Dobrik vanity plate. So uh, that's awesome that you were able to work that out. So now people can get a discount on that and they themselves can have a David Dobrik vanity plate on their, uh, on their Tesla. So that's great. So yeah. So Kate, congratulations. You're now a member of the YFC club. 100%. And uh, congratulations, Kate. And I also just quickly want to say shout out to the person on Melrose that was driving a, I think McLaren and had a David Dobrik vanity play. And um, the plate said, just push it. So awesome. Yeah. Good to see you, my friend. Yeah. I think that's the uh, owner of that, the, the uh, push uh, strip club in downtown. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. All yeah, right. Just push it. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. We hope you have a wonderful new year. If it's already not new year, when you're listening to this, if it's already the new year, we hope it's already going wonderful for you. And uh, please, you know what, you know, we always say don't subscribe, don't leave comments, but I was just thinking maybe we should ask people to leave a comment. Like if you're listening to this podcast right now, when you're done, go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you can leave a comment and just write, I'm listening. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, give it any star you want and definitely let us know. You want to go to uh, Apple Podcasts slash Young Flamingo Club slash ID 1558635366. And uh, you'll definitely want to rate that five stars. Yeah. So write that down. Re- re- keep rewinding that and write that down. Don't just look it up. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So, and just write, just simply write, I'm listening. That'd be great if we had a bunch of comments to just say, I'm listening. Absolutely. And I'm looking for you, Kate, looking at you, Kate. Uh, I would like a comment from Kate Chastain herself saying I'm listening. That would be amazing. So yeah. Yeah. Kate, please do that. All right. Well, thank you guys so much and see you next year. Ha <laughs> ha. Later. Ha. It's good. I like it.